FPP 229 Number 229. Who's next? Number 229. Yeah, can I have half a pound of bologna and <laughs> three quarters of a pound of the white American cheese, not the yellow, please? Yeah. Uh, this is the Film Photography Podcast. My name is Michael Rousseau. This is a special summer, summer bonus episode. Summertime. We're all in our bathing suits right now. I'm here with uh, John Fideli. John John Fideli. Jomf. John Fideli. I told that story. Jomf. Is it still going on? Or it died down? It died down. I'm going to keep it going. Okay, go ahead. Jomf. You, you Jomf. told the, the story Jomf last Fideli. time. You tell it. And Mark Dalzell. Hey, how's it going? Oh, that guy. Oh. And, and Mark. Mark. De- and Mark my name is Michael Rossell. And this is the Film Photography Project Podcast, as some people call it. I didn't mean to hijack the introductions. I just thought that would be a funny interjection. Hilarious. I Mark. would. The reason we're here today is because I, I wanted to see these guys. I wanted to see Mark. I haven't seen you in such a long yeah. time. Yeah. It's nice to see your face. Yeah, sure is. Nice to see you too, Mike. Thank you. And today, the exciting news <gasps> is the FPP is releasing a new line of Give me that. eight millimeter film. Brand new. What is it, John? This is a black and white reversal. Tell us what we 50 won. Fifty ISO, double eight. On daylight spool, Double eight. 25 feet, two times 25, which is 46. Wait. 50 feet. No, you just glossed. I, like, I didn't even know what you were doing. Double eight film? It's, it's, it's That's double really eight. cool. It's 60 millimeter, double perfed. This right? is not but a special bit. I didn't realize perfed. you were releasing double eight film. This is from the, the laboratory of the FPP, right? That's correct. And thank you, John. John's doing a very good job of explaining what regular, it's, all, it's called, people call it regular eight, people call it eight millimeter, people call it double eight. They call it millimeter. <laughs> The guy from uh, Ipioca, Maracujá, calls it Ooh. millimeter. Yeah. Remember the commercial I shot? Yeah. Millimeter. Are you shooting in millimeter? Yeah, you bragged to his friends. like it's Shot in millimeter. <laughs> that was a big thing for local cable. As opposed to what? If you're watching a sports Quarter show, inches? if you're watching a sports show at home, and all of a sudden you see like a little glitch, and then like local commercial comes on. Yeah. Usually a car dealership. Yeah. And usually the quality goes down like 100%. Because it's shot on camcoder. Right. They're shot on three digital. Quarter inch. And back in the day, they were oh, shot on I video. See. So you're shooting on film. So I got you. The, shooting on millimeter, Mark. Come on down to Crazy Mike's double eight. <laughs> the Ipioca <laughs> Maracujá, which is a Brazilian rum. Hmm? The oh, owner right. I remember brought well. the uh, Miss Brazil. I see. And he wanted it shot on film. So my boss at the time at Comcast, Gary Shin, I you know I was Mr. Bolex. I went down with my Bolex, unbelievable, to the guy's house. He had this beautiful pool, Epioca, Y O P, oh Y O P I C A. And what's the next word? Maracuja. Okay, <laughs> never heard of that. Can you just say it into your phone? Epioca Maracuja, Brazilian rum. What was the point of that? First search. So I searched it recently. Hello, computer. It said nothing back. I I searched it recently. Yeah. And it still exists. Thanks to Millimeter. (laughs) (laughs) They're probably still using the same commercial. Exactly. Now it's retro. Retro cool. It is, right? I just found the original camera negative. Oh, my God. Cool. You should 4K scan it. I did. Oh, my God. (laughs) So now I'm going to find the old commercial on shitty video. And dub the audio. And then... 
lay in the new beautiful 4K. Oh, my God. That'll be amazing. I'm sure that whoever's running Ipioca Maracujá today is going to be like, oh, my God, we have a new commercial. Their archival department will be thrilled. Oh, my goodness. So, anyways. So, anyhow, anyhow so I, I, we digress. So, a new one, a new one millimeter. What was the, the point of that? Oh, millimeter. millimeter. Got it. This is Go. 8 millimeter. <laughs> and now so back this to is our program. Way. So, you have the 50 ISO black and white. Yes. It's We've reversal. Got, oh, reversal. Reversal. Oh, yes. That means that it comes back as a positive. Right. So, you, so you have you to run it through the camera backwards. It. You can project it on your neighbor's house. Color negative 50 ISO and color negative 500. Oh, oh my, my God. God. 500? This is the reality. That is the reality of yeah, it, John. We talked about this. The reality right of it is. So let me really. I know people at home. ISO. How is that even possible? These cameras. I'm holding one in my hand. Like really, this is the size of your cell phone, but a little thicker. Well, a lot thicker. Yeah. It's like the size. Imagine like five cell phones stacked, stacked on top of each other. And Fifteen pounds heavier. Yeah. So the the eight millimeter, the regular. Eight, this is before Super Eight. This is like 1930 something through 1965. Hmm. The cameras. We're so small mm-hmm. that if you if you put this in your fanny you could put this in your fanny pack, John. Yes, I could. Or you could put this in your purse. Yes, my man purse. Yes. <laughs> or Leslie could put this in her purse. Yep. Go to the county fair. I'm going to review the Revere Eight Model Eighty. One of my quick, fast reviews. If you're loading this camera with regular eight 500T, you could essentially hit yeah. the streets at night. That's great. Or if you're having, like, a family function in a house with, like, you know, regular illumination. You need a light meter, handheld light meter. I use those handheld stars that you normally use on the top yeah. of these cameras. But with the 500 tungsten, you don't... We've been talking about light panels, using a light panel with this film. Yeah. Eh, you could shoot natural light. Or I read on a, I read on a post on a, on, a, on a forum somewhere that some young people in Europe... They're going to raves with these cameras. Oh, really? Can you imagine? That would be cool. That would be remarkable. Yeah. So, I was thinking like Christmas morning. Imagine like how nice that would be with the, with Christmas tree in the background. Mm, it's a nice 8mm. Yeah. That would be beautiful. You have to turn on all the lights, though. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. But, what, what was the film back in the day when my dad had to use you know 10,000 watts of power to blind us? Well, to that's the thing. Back in the day, the ISOs were so low. It was 50 or 40? No, it was, it was, it was 40. Yeah. But most likely it was 25. Oh, my. But it could have been 10. That's ridiculous. I mean, we have them here. Mark has them. It's the co- classic Kodak light bar mm-hmm. that holds four massive bulbs that are, I mean, those are bright. They're five, yeah, they're brown. Three they're or like, 500 watts each, and there's yeah, four of them. So you're getting 1,200 watts, watts yeah. of light. Yeah. If and, not more. You know, like a bright home lamp is 100. Yeah. So we're firing 1,200 watts. And those bulbs are only designed to last four or five hours. Yeah. You could so feel you turn the them heat. on for a minute or two, and then you turn them off when you're yeah. not using them. You can feel the heat from 10 feet away. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like the sun. You have to warn the room. All right, everyone, clear. <laughs> Look away. That's why everybody's <laughs> always blinking and squinting in the videos. Yeah, exactly, and the waving fast rather. and then running away. Yep. The tip, well, the good news of the day is I'm recording. <laughs> Are oh, you? Good. Number one. Are number you getting this? Number hello, two, hello, hello. Mark has a microphone that's actually hooked up. And gold-plated. Yes, his, his mic is back. Yeah. The mics are matched again. Yeah. And uh, that's very good. So when's this 500 coming out? Right now, the 50 daylight, that's 50 daylight color negative is available. Mm-hmm. The 50 black and white reversal is available. Mm-hmm. Never in a million years would I imagine, here, 10 years in, 
that A, there's something still new and exciting to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> Although the, the 8 millimeters is starting to become the impossible that's project not, all over again. That's not the impossible project, yes. And number two, that uh, in a million years, oh, I yeah. never would have ever... Because this camera... Yeah. Oh, this is your camera. This camera, this is my camera. This camera's been sitting on the shelf for 10 years. Yeah. She's been sitting up there. You never used it. I always look at it. I'm holding in my hand a Revere 8 Model 88. It's a regular 8 camera. I just look at it. I move it from mm-hmm. shelf to shelf. Just, you know, it really took on the role of, quote, unquote, shelf. Does it take double eight? Yeah. So shelf. they called it the 88 because it's an 8.8. Eight. Oh. Shelf queen. So smart, Mark. Tricky. It's like yeah. the Ushika 44. Queen. Never in a million years will I think that my brain would be sparked with imagination. Over this, over that thing, never. That aluminum meatball just goes to show you: don't throw stuff out because you never know. And I think it was the nudging of that Owen McCafferty. Yep, that guy. He's the new guy. Yeah, where is he? He's in. uh, He's in Cleveland, Ohio. Okay. He was telling me about it, and I, you know, I, I would ask questions. Well, what do you mean? What is it? What, what I, you know? And yeah. I show him some camera. I'm like, well, I don't get it. Like, where do I get film for this? Yeah. Oh, Foma makes film for this. Really? How do I get it? And now look at you, crazed. Now you're a fiend. Now you're like the world supply. Crazy. <laughs> Who else is making double eight Foma? That's it. I mean, I mean, like you can't get it anywhere. I'm- so the the mission here, the project, is to get these films out. <laughs> get these films out. In an economical, you know, at a, at a price that, you know, people... At a price point that people can afford. <laughs> well, that's exciting. It is. I'm going to re- quickly review a camera, a, reg- a regular eight <laughs> camera, and I have a few letters I'm going to open with. Talk about it. Uh, this is from Richard Fletcher. Hey, do you have any yeah. Fukatsu left? It's going fast. Ooh, wow. Okay, I got to get some. Flying out of here. It just made All me right. think of it. When you're, you're always introducing new things. Wait a minute. You don't, you're don't. telling me you don't have your own stash in your own personal fridge of I Fukatsu? Do, I do have some. Of course you do. From 2012. Uh, it's, it's been in the freezer. Hey, Mike. Fukatsu. This is from Richard Fletcher. Hey, Mike. Just <clears throat> listen to the bonus podcast. That's the one we did. Bonus. Beyond excited about the R&D into new films. That's research and development. <laughs> oh. Thank you. You guys are so committed to... To, there's all these keywords, Mark Dalzell. Seriously, honestly. I mean, I do what I do, and I've been doing what I do for a long time. I just do what I do. Okay. I never knew this word you know, when we were at Padilla. What word? Committed. No. Influencer. Like, what? Oh, like, you're oh, an influencer? Stop it. Oh, yeah. Stop it. You're, you're yeah. the unknown influencer. And then there's like R&D, research and development. Mike is Stop. literally wearing his Padilla uh, award as a belt buckle right now. <laughs> 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 yeah, aren't you? People don't think that. They, most people think you're joking about the major award. Really? Do they? Where is my don't major you? award? Where is your major award? It's a major <laughs> award. He reaches for his crotch. <laughs> Where's my major award? I got it right here. Oh. I got your major award. Oh, my. I don't know where your major award is. Beyond excited about the R&D into new films, you guys are so committed to bringing the opportunity to shoot film to us in an affordable way. Yes. Mm, that's the key. It's just brilliant. How cool is that Lomo is also working on a brand new emulsion. Film is gathering momentum mm-hmm. in its revival. Mm-hmm. On another note... What's the name of that new film? Metropolis. Metropolis Music? Oh, we talk. Metropolis. Are you, are you suing them? They took my name. You're are you going to change the sto- your store name to Lomo Metropolis? Uh, Lomo <laughs> well, no, it, it's, uh, it's like musical chairs, so now I have to change my name to Impossible. Today, <laughs> have people... Did people like... 
raid your store today looking for this Lomo Chrome Metropolis film. People yeah. come in asking. There'll be a line tomorrow when I get there. They want the 110. <laughs> oh, jeez. Probably. They just got back from Berlin looking for the last batch. On another note, my Filmo 70DR arrived this weekend. The what? Filmo. Now, a Filmo is a Bell & Howell camera that was used uh, in war, like military camera. What, mm-hmm. uh, what, which war? As two? opposed to a non-military w- war. WW2. WW2. The big one. Yeah, I always thought that in WW2 they were using IMOs, which is the 35-millimeter version. I don't know. If anyone out there has any military experience with cameras, WW2, Korea, Vietnam, mm. Filmo, or IMO? IMO's 35, Filmo 16. This is the Filmo 70DR. You just got it. Going to do some basic tests and oil it where needed. Then I'm going to buy some expired film stock from you guys mm-hmm. and get sucked in. Yeah, do it. Do <laughs> it's it. true. You will get sucked so, in. So I was at Pat Marucci's studio. Pat Marucci! Pat is the director of the Uncle Floyd show. Oh, from I thought that was the Karate the Kid guy. No. You know Uncle Floyd's show. I know Uncle I know Floyd. Uncle Floyd. Oh, you do? He still has... I've heard like, of it. In, in that studio, along the wall, he has some of the master tapes for some of the shows. Now, how do you know this? Last time I was there shooting Revengers with Zach. Oh, I'm like, that's look, right. it says Master, show, 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 show. I'm like, he's just having them sitting out here. True that. I was there this past weekend. Yeah. I'm getting ready to shoot a music video. Yes. On film, 16. Millimeters? Uh, yeah. Yes. And it calls, for a, it calls for the band to perform in front of a green screen so that the back can be keyed out. Mm-hmm. I understand what a green screen is. Okay, good. Most people these days know, right? Yeah, everybody knows. Yeah, My you, daughter is, you, is like... Yeah. Really? She wants to set up a green screen in her toy room so we can shoot. Back in the day when John was making a movie in the 90s, what? You had to get... It used to be a blue screen. I'm so old, we used blue blue screens. screens. Yeah, it was blue. You had to get a software program that cost like $1,000, and then the dongle had to be in the back of the computer for it to work. Dongle. Now you just... And the way you had to light it, it had to be meticulously lighted. Like, it couldn't be off within a half a stop. Yeah. Like, the hottest spot couldn't be more than a half a stop hotter than the rest of it. Otherwise, it wouldn't key. Film Photography Tube is our YouTube channel. Please give us a, a subscribe hey. because I'm going to do a video about the Filmo. Oh, okay. You want to read a letter? I want to read a letter so we can open that box. Okay, okay. Great. <clears throat> so this is from uh, Sherry Christensen. Yes. Our good friend Sherry. Yes. Sherry. What was that song? Sherry Christensen. Don't, don't, Sherry. Sing, don't sing it too well or else YouTube will Chop us down. Chop us down. But it goes like this. Bastards. Oh, it's a Four Seasons song. Yeah. Frankie Valley and the Four Valley. Seasons. Right up the road, Newark, New Jersey. I, tell me about it. How do you know? Records. Journal Square, Jersey City, man. Yeah. Frankie used to go in there? Yeah. That's where Doo-Wop started, Stan's Records. Wow. Okay, go. All right, Sherry Christensen. Hey, gang. Just wanted to send a quick note saying thank you for putting on such a great podcast. The knowledge I've gained listening to each episode has been super valuable. In fact, I've heard every episode twice. Wow. Mm. That's a lot of episodes. That is. That's a lot of listening. Wow, Sherry. Uh, You never know what little nugget of information is going to come in handy. For example, the camera reviews have been responsible for adding to my collection, like the Pentax MV. Uh, I know it was worth every penny I spent on it, all 500 of them. 500 pennies? Wow. Leslie talking about marbles (laughs) in her chemistry bottles when the time came and I needed to develop my own film. I bought marbles. Remember that? Yes, I remember that. Yeah. yeah, that's good. To fill advice. up the air. That, yeah. that was a cool idea. Yeah. Well, see, there you go. Those are little nuggets. 
Sherry's got Sherry's all over that. I look forward to every shoe. What shoe? And keep them coming. By the way, do you need any Canadian candy? Sherry. We always need candy. And when did this letter come in? This letter came in May 17th. 2019, this year? Yes. All right. Go figure. Same year. <laughs> what was that noise? <laughs> Mail's in. Oh, a package has arrived. Oh, what could it be? Wow. Oh, it's yeah. from Sherry Christensen. That's it's right. Camera box. Holy crap. What does the, what is the customs declaration oh. say? Wait, what are the customs declaration There's a little, there's a little, there's a little uh, note. What did she say it was? Told the truth. Gift cadeau. There's some pitches. Ooh, it's a gift cadeau. Wow, these are pretty cool. Look at those. Look at the colors. Look at the size of it. It says, hey, Filmtastic FPP gang. It has been a while since I have sent you some treats. So here are a big box of crumbs. Ha, 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 ha. Just kidding. Coffee crisp, fruit nut, crunchetti should not be too cr- crummy. Sorry, oh. it's handwritten, so I'm fumbling here. Fruit nut. I haven't had a fruit nut. All kidding years. aside, just wanted to say keep up the podcast. It never fails to educate and entertain. I look forward to each new episode. Enjoy the treats. P.S. Have you heard of the Frugal Film Project? I remember the Frugal Gourmet. Oh, coffee crisps. Oh. We love those. <laughs> fruit nut. Ooh. Wow. That is perhaps the best candy bar on really? the planet. Fruit nut? Yeah. How do you even know about that? Because there were two Who in there. Who told you about that? There Who were, told you? There were two in there. Now I it's one. It by uh, now, the problem with that is that you have to be careful with shards. <laughs> no, I'm crumbs. serious. That's the new crumbs. Shards. Shards is the new crumbs. <laughs> it creates shards. And right now, there's no mice. Oh. There's no, no other, like, chincha de aguas or anything I, like I that. I can take care of that. But there are millipedes. <laughs> oh, God. And everyone knows that millipedes love chocolate with peanuts and almonds in them. They're millimeters, the millipedes. Now the frugal pod. I, I, now I've seen some links on Facebook for Frugal Project Sherry, and I'm going to do is I'm going to go check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Yeah, <laughs> for your health. Oh, how is that, John? That looks delicious. <laughs> it's, really good. it's coffee crisp. It's the best chocolate bar it's ever. Very, very satisfying. Very. Uh, Snickers. You're saying Snickers right now. Sherry, thank you very much. Um, Sherry, do you remember that commercial from like the early 90s with the two old ladies talking about coffee crisp? How you're liking your coffee? <laughs> I'm liking my coffee crisp. She'll remember. So, so, how do you like your coffee? Crisp. You like your coffee crisp. I like my coffee crisp. Oh, I'm supposed to laugh now. You don't know from jokes. You never did. Well, excuse me for leaving. Ah, oh, face it, dear. You're no Jane Rivers. Well, it's your opinion. Coffee crisp makes a nice, light snack. So, so... Thanks, Sherry. Uh, this is from Amro Gabriel. Do you know Amro? We've talked about him before. That sounds familiar. Lives in the UK. Oh, oh, the guy in the UK, yeah. <laughs> now, the other show we did... What show? We talked about like lack of inspiration. Are you drinking his water? It was my water. He's been drinking my water. It's not water. Uh, Amro said, you know, I felt rather guilty because I hadn't been inspired to pick up a camera for a year or more. And I think what sparked this is we were talking about Darren. I was just mm-hmm. talking to Darren yesterday, actually. Where? On a FaceTime? Facebook. And Darren put down his music and his photography to draw. Mm-hmm. So he switched inspiration to something totally different. And to bash hamburgers. Yes. <laughs> Just been to five guys. You ever been? What the fuck? Amro says, oh, you have to be, why don't you do the shard over a letter? Yeah, over this. Over a letter. Oh, you're going to see the shards. Wait till you see hey, the man. shards. 
Millipedes are just going to start attacking you. Don't even. I'm Canadian. Don't even talk to me about Cadbury. You don't even know. You weren't there. Amro, I'd broken my arm and, and had a cast, catastrophic deterioration in my vision. He lost his creative spark. Of course. I've slowly been feeling better. And it was nice to catch up with the episodes. I'm glad to hear Darren is back taking photos. I am on Twitter and used to <laughs> chat with him regularly at the time. So many shards. I st- You see the shards? Look at it. Look at it. No, serious. See, I don't make this stuff up. Seriously, folks, I do not make this stuff up. Like uh, the other Cadbury, I'm I opened joking. it. It's just, you know how you get rid of the it's just No, 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 please don't. Just like no, 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 don't. Please. Please. John's going to burst him onto the floor. John's going to take an air gun and blow shards all every crack in the floor. Tomorrow I'd come in and it'd be millipedes everywhere. Anyways, this is serious. It Mike. is. Amro. Well, it's serious, but it's, it's serious, and I'm very thrilled that Amro is feeling better. That you know he didn't <clears throat> suffer anything. You know, uh, yes, life threatening or mm. you know. Glad we could be part of your recovery and yes. inspiration. Yes, thank and you. And Amro, thank you. You're all the way in the UK and you support the FPP online store. It's greatly appreciated. And welcome oh. back. Uh, you want to take? A, you want to do a letter? Um, sure. Why can't oh, wait, you just wait, do it wait, like this? Wait. Look, you do it in here. So the shards stay inside. You're supposed to keep a piece of paper under it as Put a, a letter protection. Under it, <clears throat> you got to use protection when you're eating Cadbury. <laughs> oh, can I have a slab? You're right. Some shards got past <laughs> me. There's a shard. Yes. Some shards got past me. Oh my it's god! Like the sh- it's like they jump out of the pack. Like how? They're alive. Oh, this is delicious, Sherry. Mm. Mm. Oh, the raisins in there. The oh. raisins are the thing. Yeah. How often do you get raisins in chocolate? Besides, oh my like, god! Raisinets? Beautiful. Remember in wacky packages, they were called Reaganettes, and they looked, <laughs> no. like, little, they looked like little tiny Ronald Reagans. All right, what do you just got, his Mark? Neck anyway, no, it was like a little wrinkly Ronald Reagan head <laughs> with a raisin inside, <laughs> made out of chocolate. Come on, wacky packages. I remember wacky packages. Kevin knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, he does. This letter is entitled Super 8 Developing from Jeff Harrison. Yes! Yes! Hey, Mike. I've listened to the show since around episode 20. Oh, my God. Uh, Love, love, love the show. I'm a commercial photographer and videographer down in Mississippi. Thanks to your show, I've become an avid film shooter for anything that's not work. Aw. I've got around 50 cameras, bad gas, once upon a time. I bought my house from my grandparents about 12 years ago, and I'm finally finishing going through closets. Wow. Wow, that's a lot of closets. Yeah. Last night, last after 12 years, last night, I found what seems to be a fully working Elmo 312XL Super 8. You know that guy? <laughs> yeah, no <little> Elmo. <laughs> hey, along, me up. Along with an AE1, a Sears Rico TLS, a Revere 8 8mm. Eight. Mm. Eight. So a Revere 8, eight uh, that's not the Revere 88, though. That's a Revere 8. Well, well these are Revere They're all Revere 8. 8s. Then they have a model next to it. The 88. So he left out what model number? A Revere 8. There's a Revere 8. There's a re- Revere 8. Okay. But different model numbers. All right. Hmm. Sorry, Jeff. We what, don't know what you got. What model number do you a have? A Revere 8, 8 millimeter camera mm. and a Kodak Autograph 3A. That's cool. 3A. That's like 118. You see, everything he found, it pleases everyone. Like, mm. I'm thrilled. Like, on the 8, you're thrilled about the autograph. Exactly. Mm. And finally, to my reason for writing you today. Yeah. Uh, the Elmo. <laughs> for Elmo. Where's fruit flies coming from? The oh, millipedes. Yeah, that's the millipedes Air Force. It's <laughs> <laughs> the scouting party. The other day, <clears throat> we got charged. A millipede was like, walking millipede. across the floor. They're slow. Like, You'd Justin. think they'd be fast <clears throat> with a thousand legs. I'm like, jo- <laughs> I'm like Justin. 
Is this a scout? He's like, no, Mike. No, they don't. They're not organized. Sniper. No. He said they don't. Not. They don't have a hive mind. No, they don't. Huh? He said he, he's like he doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> <what> he said <laughs> he doesn't know nothing. It's just a rogue millipede just wandering around. This is around. a nice group of cameras. It's, a, it's, an, it's an array. Makes a nice group of cameras. <laughs> and finally, to the reason for me writing you today, the Elmo hey! is is loaded. Get flagged. <laughs> it's so good. The Elmo is loaded with E160. I suspect the cartridge has been loaded for 30 years. Oh I'm thinking gosh. I'll shoot the remainder of that film before yeah. getting it processed and scanned. I do realize it's doubtful that I'll get anything usable from 30-year-old slide film. I don't know. I don't see that listed on FPP as a film you're processing. How would you suggest I proceed? Ooh. Cheers, mate. Oh. Jeff Harrison. This is the Super 8 he's talking about. The Ectochrome 160. Uh, he didn't say. It just says E160. So I don't know. I'm thinking he's talking about the Super 8. And this is the very same film that we shot at the FPP. Remember our Pizza Friday? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh the Elmo. Yeah, sorry. The Elmo Super 8. Yes, Super yeah. 8. The uh, processing is defunct. Labs will not process it. The old 1980s oh, Ektachrome 160? Yeah. It's type A or type G. They had a Remjet on them. Oh. It's just, oh, it's just E6. Remjet. So modern labs do not use that process. So you got to buy yourself a Lomo tank and do it at home. Modern E100D, <clears throat> modern Ektachrome Super 8, has no Remjet. So it's a different process now. Mm-hmm. So you have to do it yourself or send it to a lab, but the lab's going to charge you like $80, and it takes them six months. Yeah, but it's Yeah, but the alternative is you spend $300 on a, on a Romo tank. What's he going to do? It's going to send it to us. What's a Jeff to Why, do? you're going to do it? Yes. All Whoa. right, send it in, bro. Lo- Owen McCafferty will, will, will oh. process it here. Send oh. it to us, and we'll give it to Owen. That's right. <laughs> no, for real. All right, there All right, you go. That's awesome. So I published a blog. I wrote a blog specifically about this because people are finding this film cheap on eBay. And shooting it, I'm like... But then they can't process it. I'm like, no, no, they have no idea. There's a reason it's cheap on eBay. I didn't know you can't process it. Mm. I shot that roll, Mm -hmm. sent it to Dwayne's photo for processing. They sent my check and the film back saying, no, this is... Then I had to do some research. With a note that said, nice try. And I found Spectralab on the West Coast that will process it, but it'll take them six months, and it was like 80... Because they have to do it by hand. Takes him six months. It's well, probably a guy in a basement, and he's got thirty other roles to do. Like, yeah, I, I get it. Yeah, it's not. It's not in their workflow. So I'm trying to l- let everyone know it's just not worth shooting, mm-hmm. unless you want to just test your camera. Unless with you it. buy a Romo tank. Yeah, this flying saucer looking ones. All right. What are those going for now? I haven't even looked them up in a long Lomo time. Romo tank. Yeah. What are they? Uh, Five dollars. Two to three hundred dollars. Oh, that's what they always been. Yeah. I'm surprised they haven't gone up yet. They're going to go up. Oh, you think as you think this is going to start. The 8 millimeters getting bigger and bigger, and those tanks are getting, you know, they, they're not making any since the 80s. So, It seems like a guy in Ukraine, the seller on eBay, must have, like, new old stock. Yeah, it does, but yeah. he's eventually going to run out. Okay. This is the one guy. He sells everything Ukrainian. It's the same guy. I know all the Fed cameras and all the Zorkies it's and same all that. Same guy, you think? Yeah, it's all, it's all come the same guy. I got a question for you. Yes. This is from uh, Jim. I'm going to ask you a question. It's from Jim Shulman. He says, hey, love Owen McCafferty's recent pieces on movie making. He recently mentioned a very common problem for any owner of the early 60s, mid-70s Kodak movie camera. Yes. A particular nylon gear that disintegrates faster than the Wicked Witch of the West. Is there any chance... That the FFP could print a replacement gear. FFP? I have an electric... What I, yeah, that's FFP. You know what it is. I know. What? What's FPP. FFP? He put FFP, but it's FPP. What is FFP? 
Nobody knows. Film <laughs> photography project. The film film project. Uh, I have an electric eight camera that I'd love to use. Sadly, it runs, but it just spins thanks to the dead gear. What are you going to do about it, Mike? What are you going to do about this it? Is Kodak XL camera to say? Uh, seventies movie camera. Yeah, it's a electric eight camera. I don't know what that is. Mock, look it up. Well, if it's a Kodak XL camera, uh, Owen. It must be because he's talking about he's referencing the Kodak movie camera. Owen from the says 60s. it's like the best camera ever made for Super Eight, but yeah, all of them have a faulty gear, which just like disintegrates. So we're talking about three D printer. Yeah, finding that gear. Printing it, yep. What's the greatest eight millimeter camera ever made? Did like Panavision make an eight millimeter camera? Oh, I'm like not. A, you know what? I'm not qualified to answer I that wonder. question. Let's ask Owen. Every, every, Owen, Owen, Owen. The great. Well, everyone's going to have their own opinion. Where's well, where's my? Is that true, or is there one that's like, oh my god, the greatest well, eight millimeter ever made? I'm sure. Th- I'm, look, there's definitely a greatest eight millimeter ever made. I'm guessing it has to do with the lens. But you know, yeah. in my little world, right, I'm just curious. You know, me. It's not going to be a Revere or a pen. You know, or this a, is uh, mine right now. I haven't tested. Look, this is a Sheikah. It's not going to be a Keystone. No, but it might be a Shika. Look at that. That is cool looking. Yeah, this is a beautiful little camera. Uh, it or, looks like a garden shed on the side. That's it nice. Does. Everyone's quiet, doing their own thing on their phone. So this is a great oh, time I for wasn't me doing to. Anything. So Sorry. I'm going to kick in here really quick with a, a, a review because you guys are asking about. Regular 8. And I think I'd like to tell Mark Dalzell about Regular 8 because maybe he doesn't know these things. <laughs> so I have in my hand a Revere 8 Model 80, my current favorite regular 8mm camera. Oh. So it's a square camera. It li- literally is, I mean, this is a cube, right? Yeah. It's a square camera. Well, it's rectangular. It's weighty. It's small. Uh, what would you say this is? What would you compare this to for people at home? The size? Yeah, it's like it looks like a like a thick paperback book. It's like the size. Yeah, of that's a, pretty good. That's well put. Yeah. Well like played. a Stephen King, one of those big ones. Yeah, it's yeah. like uh, yeah. Once you load one, they're all very similar, and they all have very very similar features. So on the one side of this camera is the little door that opens, and I'm going to be posting a video about this camera. I went to the uh, Baltimore Zoo and shot with this camera. It is so fun going to the zoo. Those animals, they're so cute. <laughs> Especially the goats. Goats. And goats I, at the zoo? Are you sure you were at the zoo? And there were lions, right? Oh, that, was, okay. that was the petting zoo. Were they in the same pen? No. There were lions, and you could tell like they were older lions. Let's put it this way. The lions from the new Lion King look more liony than these lions. Oh, that's, that's they look like sad. They're sad beat up. No, no. They look like older. Look at, they look like senior citizen lions. Defanged. No, I don't know if they're defect. So I missed the shot. I approached the thing, and the male line, he got up, and he was like, Rawr! Really? Eating, and a, like, eating a goat? I missed it. Why? I pee, wasn't rolling. Did you pee your pants? <laughs> <laughs> did you get all scared and drop your camera? What happened? <laughs> Anyhow, so on one side of the camera where the door is, it says Revere 8 you model. You just take the 8mm to Lion King and just shoot the screen. <laughs> it looked great. With the 500T. Exactly. <laughs> Revere 8 model 80. On the side, most of these cameras on the side or the top somewhere, it has like an easy, like you notice that it has like the easy yeah. chart yeah. Uh, of what to, <laughs> what to set your f-stop at. If it's sunny, do this. Yeah. On the front of the camera, these are what's called D-mount lenses, and they're just like little lenses that just literally just screw on and screw off. Now, folks of the modern age may say, oh, that's like a CCTV lens. And if you look on eBay... Huh. Some modern CCTV lenses are D-mount lenses. Is that right? 
That is right. So these lenses, many of them are fixed focus, but they have f-stops, and most of them are from, like, you can get, like, this one is, isn't, but you can get, like, f1.9 or, or f1.4. Really? I've never seen them that wide. Or uh, all the way up to f22. So this easy guide on the side, you need to just ignore, as we were discussing earlier, uh, films of old, the ISOs were so low mm-hmm. that this chart is meaningless. Yeah. Once you find out the ISO of your film, you will need to have a light meter app on your phone or a handheld light meter or a black cat exposure guide. That's that paper thing. You remember that, John? No. Black cat exposure guide? Nope. It folds out. You can like, dial in your exposure. Oh, really? Huh. You don't remember? No. Okay, that's okay. I never got that advanced. So you open the door, and inside there is a spool, an empty spool. And the area where you load your fresh film, which is 25 feet, 16 millimeter in width. It's not standard 16 millimeter film. It's perfed differently. It's perfed for regular eight. You load your film through the gate, leave the proper loop you'll Mm -hmm. see in the video. As a matter of fact, in our show notes for this show. What show? The show notes. I'll put the video how to load this camera. We did that, right? Yes, we did. We did this camera. Yes, we did this camera. So you load your film, shoot it. Load it. Shoot it. Flip, Flip it. it. Load it. Load it. Shoot oh, it. Shoot it. No. no, no. Load it. Shoot, shoot it. it. Flip, Flip it. it. Load it. Shoot it. Yes, shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> Smack it up. Rub it down. Right. Whoa. Send it. S- process it. Slit it. Cherish it. <laughs> Mail it. Project it. There you go. So you load your film, you shoot it, and then when, when it's done, you will flip it over and shoot the other side, believe it or not. Mm. And then that 25 feet of film is sent to the lab, slit, processed, slit, and then you get back 50 feet of regular 8-millimeter film. 50 feet. If you, if you dig through your grand... Do they stick them together or you get two reels? No, they stick them together. Yeah, okay. If you go through your grandpappy's things... You'll find them. If you go to grandfather or grandmother's house... Or ask your mom, hey, it's where, all snuff films. Where's, gra- where's Grandpop's stuff? You have, you have these. I have tons. I have boxes hey. full of 8 and 16. Your grandfather's movies are in evidence. Guarantee you. <laughs> Do you have his camera? Do you own his camera? No. I, honestly, my grandparents didn't, did not have any movie cameras. I have, uh, I have a bunch of my in-laws. My, my father-in-law was a gigantic 8 and 16 millimeter shooter. And I have boxes and boxes. Where his, where's his camera? The camera, I believe, is gone, but okay. I have all the films. Uh, on the front of the camera is a, um, is a lens, which I just mentioned screws on. Duh. There's the eyepiece on the back. Duh. The eyepiece does not look through the lens. Right. So like a rangefinder. Yeah. So if you go out, do not keep a lens cap on your camera or else you'll shoot nothing. Yeah. Like a rangefinder. What I love about this camera, and what I think John will love about this camera, because mm-hmm. he's going to be shooting with it, where? Yes. Virginia? Virginia. <laughs> so you look through the eyepiece. It's not looking through the lens. But you can change your lens. Uh, the standard lens for an 8-millimeter camera is 13-millimeter. On the top is a slider. Mm-hmm. So when you're looking through the eyepiece, you set it to 13. But this is where like, I was like amazed. I'm like, oh, my God, I could buy more lenses. I could buy a wider lens, a 9-millimeter lens. Because there's a slide, goes to nine. Yeah. I can get a telephoto lens, 25 or 38 millimeter. It's great. Hmm. <clears throat> yeah, it sounds great. Yeah, no, really. And then on the other side of the camera, you have your shutter button. 
you have a switch that you switch of how many frames per second. The standard was 16 frames per second, and at 16 frames per second, you're shooting at 1 30th of a second. That's your formula for your light meter, 1 30th of a second, the ISO of the film. Mm-hmm. 16 frames per second is 1 30th of a second? Yep. Okay. 1 30th of a second, the ISO of the film, the new FPP film is ISO 50, 50, 50 and that will give you, your light meter will give you your f-stop to set. Mostly designed to shoot outdoor, but you can buy these day like a modern light panel. Wait! I just had a crazy epiphany. Your frame rate will affect your exposure on a video camera. Oh, my God. Yes, that's correct. I literally just had like a major epiphany. That is correct. So the slower your frame rate, the darker you can shoot at. That's correct. Oh, my God. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. So that's a good point. So let's say you're like feeling like, I don't know, you're feeling bold. And you're like, you know what? I want to shoot 24 frames per second. Yeah. This some cameras don't. This particular camera, you can switch it to 24. When you switch it to 24, your shutter speed's going to change. To what? One faster. <clears throat> don't you remember? Uh, no. Don't you One remember? John. Professor Tarbox <clears throat> on the no. Sekonic? I hated her. There was no setting for that. So she's like, just under the zero of the 60. Like just before 60. So it's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> just under the zero of the 60. It sounds like some kind of like Scientology thing. Are we going to get flagged? One fiftieth of a second, and or right. and or around one fiftieth second. Okay, so that gives you like a whole. It's like a stop that. slower, pretty much. Might That's, be. One, wow. Oh my god! Like I'm seriously blowing my mind. It might be one fifty eighth of a second because it was so near one sixty. Because I get these questions all the time, and I have to tell you, folks, <laughs> I was you know I was doing my key, I was keyboarding. Like I'm like, oh, what is the shutter speed on these things? He was hacking the matrix. Yeah, thank goodness there's information on there. On the same side panel is the gee- is the what do you call this? Crank. Crank. Cr ank. Well, the key. It. Now the skate key. Some people say just crank it till you don't crank anymore, but yeah. I get nervous. You do. I crank it to like ten or eleven. Crank it till you break it. There's <laughs> <laughs> a crank on the side. You crank it. On the bottom, I have a cheat sheet thir- to remind me that it's 13 millimeter. I looked this camera up. It's 1956. It came Half an out. inch would be 12 millimeters. Uh, yep. Okay, just saying. Model number, and there's a number. Each this is number one five seven seven five. Oh, no number on yours. I don't think so. Maybe on the internet. Oh, I have to tell you, I have a Yashica eight millimeter. That I'm going to talk about it on a different show. What show? The number on this. Is that what is that? That's in the millions, right? Look at oh, the yeah. number. Oh yeah, this one is uh, one hundred and twenty-six thousand nine hundred and eighty-six. What is the number on there? They can't, this can't be. They can't sequentially have numbered them. The serial number is thirty-eight million. Oh, so is it possible? Oh, so you don't think that number changes every camera that rolls off the uh, assembly line? No, you don't think so. Because this would be the thirty-eight million one hundred and first thousandth camera they made. There's no way they made thirty-eight million of this camera. I don't know. It's pretty popular. Well, they made 126,000 no. of these. Like, like on Gibson guitars, the, the first <coughs> and fifth number is the year. So like, okay. If it was Gibson. No, there's no way they made 38 million of that camera. Hmm. I, I would just like to express to the folks at home that shooting with this camera, now, granted, moving pictures is not for everybody. The beautiful thing about this is, I mean, this is what I'm shooting all summer. I haven't, I've been shooting moving pictures, and I've been taking stills from my, you know, my scan. It is extremely satisfying to to shoot with this camera. I got my footage back from the Baltimore Zoo. I was I, I was I was the goats look incredible. I was thrilled by the footage. Uh, look in the show notes, you'll see my review of this and you'll see scenes from the Baltimore Zoo that I shot with this. Goats. 
podcast.filmphotographyproject.com. <laughs> if you have any questions about millimeter, it could be questions about 8 millimeter, super 8. 9 millimeter, 10 millimeter. Six, it was 9.5 millimeter. Oh, the perf was in don't the, even start. The perf was in the middle of the frame. That's crazy. Ah. French. Uh, you know, I was just going to say it sounds Russian, but yeah, French. French. Of course it was. And the, and the cameras ran on kerosene. <laughs> 16 millimeter, and uh, I have not ch- shot 35 millimeter. I was just going to ask you, so as you're fondling your little reveres, what's with the Bolex sitting right here? What's, what about Bolex? Oh, the Bolex is going to get love. Oh, well, I'm shooting. Why aren't you loving the Bolex every day? That thing's incredible. Is, and, and is this mine? No, no, I gave you yours back. Okay, I'm just checking. Okay. Oh. Did you bring my F3, by the way? It's rolling around in the back of my oh, car. Come on, still got the double exposure roll in it. All right, well, I am using my it. I'm using my Bolex to shoot millimeter for that music video. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, I'm using Bolex. Cool. The reason I'm looking at these cameras is because um, the new film that's coming out. Yeah, and I sure. really I really want to see. I mean, I've shot Super Eight my what whole new life. Film? The five hundred. The new Cine Eight film photography project Cine Eight film. That's it's, right. Letting you plug it. Oh, thank you, Mark. I really want to see what these cameras can do. Like, what kind of focus you get on these fixed lenses. And I'll tell you, they're really good. Yeah. They're nice. really good. Satisfying. So the goal here, the project is for us to make film available at the cheapest price. Currently, yep. like Kodak Films, and don't get me wrong, I'm, they're great. And they, they really are great. But um, You can always tell us all the negatives coming when he does that. But. The six, but. 16 millimeters, 50 bucks a roll. Yeah. The That's new Ektachrome 16 millimeters, even closer to 60. Uh, the Super 8, I want to say the Super 8 is between 30 and $35 a roll. 30 oh. 35 that sounds like a bargain, Mike. Why? How much are these? <laughs> these are probably going to be initially priced at $30. What? What? No, for real. That's even Don't ho- equivalent to the low end of your estimate for Kodak. Don't hold me to it. Oh, okay. And we're going to be releasing a 35 millimeter film for still photography. And a 16-millimeter stock. Uh, here's a letter. To, why we'll still on the subject. A, Hi, Mike. Your FPP influence led me to buy a Lomo 8 16-35-millimeter film-developing tank. Yes. Amazing. There we go. I was just talking yeah. about it. From the Ukraine. Of course. Or from Ukraine, I guess it's called. Uh, so now I am working out what film stock to go for. I am in Europe. So FOMA is very reasonably priced, and I like the idea of shooting black and white reversal so I can edit and project traditionally yes. and save on scanning. Do you have experience of double Super 8 <sighs> cameras? Super oh, my eight. God. I want to go 16mm no. eventually, but feel this may be the most cost-effective starting point. Thanks in advance. I am a huge fan of the show. Cheers, Ben, or as he prefers to be called, Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds. Anybody named Ben? <laughs> Bendy Banana! Bendy Banana! Double Super 8 didn't really make it over here to the what States. Is that? How is that possible? It's yeah, it sounds crazy, right? I think that maybe Kodak oh, over here was right. like, stop. Is that like, like double secret yeah, Listen, Like, we got exactly. Super, double, like, double Super 8. Then, as of this moment, they're on double secret probation. That's crazy. Double Super 8 didn't make it Quadruple over Quadruple 4? What? In a big way. Every Halloween, the trees are filled with underwear... Every spring, the toilets explode. Time to wake this show up. Double Super 8, that's, I think it's a European thing. It must be. Have Fo- you ever seen any cameras? Owen has. Oh, of course. Yes. Owen, and Owen, Owen. He may, he may own one. Owen may, may Owen own one. one. <laughs> Owen won. <laughs> FOMA, 
they're in Czech Republic. Right. Is it still called Czech Republic? Now it's called Czech. Czech. Is that just called Czech? It's just Czechoslovakia. FOMA makes a black and white film, as Ben is using it. Okay, thank you for Who's that. Who's got a new letter? Beth Powell. In memory of my father, H. Guy Oliver, who loved and enjoyed photography most of his 94 years on Earth, okay? Uh, from homemade darkrooms in the 40s to the digital age of the 2000s, these cameras were cherished possessions. Enjoy them. Wow. That's she, cool, right? She donated all the cameras from her grandfather's yes. collection not over his 94 years. That's cool, right? That's awesome. Thank you very much, Beth. We will. We'll find good use for them. They will live again in the hands of another. Thank you, Beth. This is from Etwan Crawford. Flickr name, Crossroads 63. Hi, gang. I've been listening since the beginning and continue to love the show. Me, I've been shooting films since the 60s. And besides a brief year trying digital, we all experimented. Yes. I always have and continue to. I think back on episode 223. Ah, 223. Mark O'Brien mentioned how he has a hard time with Instagram and posting his film images. I thought you were going to say Mark mentioned how he had a hernia. I don't know why. Why? He said, ha, and I thought hernia. Hard time. Well, I use an app from the App Store on my computer called Grids, which allows me to easily upload my film images and to select the aspect ratios. Really? What a pain in the ass dragging your aspect ratio on Instagram to get it just the way you want it cropped. Yeah. I always find that annoying. Okay. Sorry, maybe it's just Who's me. Who's working up there? I shoot mostly 6x7, 4x5, and 35mm. Sorry. So this works very well. You can also use it to view everything on Instagram like any other device. There may be other apps out there, but this type of app helped me to start posting on Instagram. Hopefully this is helpful. Hopefully this is helpful. And hello and to hello the rest of the gang. Keep hello. up the good work. Etwan. You're welcome. Is that helpful to you, that app, knowing that that app exists? Uh, I, I, I have to remind Mark O'Brien, I find it easiest because I still post to Flickr. Flickr? Right from Flickr. You go to share. Right from? And you go right to f- your feed. On. Oh, oh, I see. Oh. So if all my information is in Flickr, it'll transfer all your data over. No, it doesn't. I have to uh-huh. cut and paste the data. No problem. Okay. But then I hit share, feed, and it goes right to Instagram. Beautiful. Easy peasy. That's awful nice of Flickr. I got a letter. I have a letter. Okay. So no, you there's guys no, there's that's walking uh, through a bar. Ouch, ouch. Well, no, 69 cents. No, <laughs> this is from uh, Sarah. It says, um, uh, I noticed in the newsletter today a list of precautions to take to avoid piping was provided. What's the piping deal? Do you want to talk Pipe, about piping? Uh, some of our Svema films are very thin. Yeah. So they're so thin. Leslie did an extensive test. Were you here for that test? No. You if you have... If you have a roll of film in one of those cans, you know, the milky ones? Yeah. And they're just sitting on your counter, kitchen counter. Oh, yeah, forget it. The light will pipe in through the little, and then... It'll... it'll, Do you have a roll of film? It'll... uh, How do we not have a roll of film on the table? The light will what? It'll pipe. The film is so thin that light can creep in that little crack... Yeah. So your first few inches... It's happening to that film every day that I don't send to oh, the Oh, there's left. film in here. Yeah. Yes. Oh, so there's right nothing now, left on that film. Light, light is creeping in this crack and wrecking your first few films. Okay. And if you leave it long enough, like if you just leave it sitting on this table for six months, really? it'll wreck your first five no rolls, you know, your first five shots. Okay. I, like many, am a film hoarder. Every time you have a sale I have some, and I have some extra cash, I buy film. It goes from the shipping package directly into a Ziploc bag into my dedicated freezer. I only open this freezer to put film in or pull it out. 
I noticed that you recommend storing film in a light-safe bag while in the fridge or freezer as well. My question is... Yes. How likely is piping in this scenario? Very high. Very high. If, if, you, if it's not in a black bag or in a black canister, every time you open the freezer and that light goes on... Yeah. Think about it. You, you go in there and get your ice cream. You go in there and get some ice. No, she's saying it's dedicated. She only uses it to open and close, to, to put in I and would pull say not, out. I would say not like... So the, the trouble that Leslie was having was she, was leaving, she left the roll of film like on her kitchen counter for weeks as a test. So mm. it's, it's exposed to you know, whatever, 16 hours of daylight a day. And after a few weeks, there was noticeable... Yes, piping. Light piping. If you have it in your freezer... I mean, my freezer doesn't have a light in it. But yeah, I mean, if you if it's being flashed for a couple of seconds, you know, every couple of days, whatever, huh. I'm sure it's, it's sure it's mostly fine. But piping, so no, you know, it's like okay. X-rays. It's like one of those things you don't really need to worry about it. It's just one of those, you know, if your film is going to be sitting in a freezer for eight years, like mine does, especially on a Savima film. That's right. That's a yeah. that's a real possibility. Because there's black canisters, and you're fine. Yep. Well, there you go, Sarah. This letter is from Tom Heckhouse. It's pronounced Heckhouse. Hi, Mike and FPP staff. Hi. We're the staff. <laughs> Harumph. Polaroid has been discussed many times over the podcast years. Many times. How about a podcast segment with up-to-date information on which Polaroid cameras have current new film available and which cameras are shelf cameras or boat anchors? I've got a few pack film cameras, and I know that film project may not come to fruition. I, for one, will not pay upwards of $10 a print. Thanks, as always. Great June 1st oh. podcast. Was I on the June 1st podcast? Probably. Probably yeah, that not. Was that was Probably a good one. Probably not. That's why it was clearly now, not. Now, maybe these gents could talk about it, and I know people don't understand. Did you just split a coffee crisp in half? Oh, thank you. Careful of shards. No, it's coffee crisp. They don't shard. Um, that Polaroid was my project back in 20. 20- Twelve, like I move on to different projects uh-huh. personally. No, you do. Of course, I'll you know I will revisit. Like I I supported the um, Save Pack film, Doc Florian Caps. Like I'm in on that. I still have my pack camera, but I've I haven't you haven't shot it in a I while. Shot in a while. So the new Polaroid Polaroid Originals they came out with their they came out with their new Polaroid One Step comes. In the white one, one step, step and the one step two. Yeah, the one step two. They upgraded it recently. They have a, yeah. a new model out last year, six months. One step two. One step two. And I just encourage folks to go to Polaroid Originals. Just Google it and go right to their website. And they, they're selling the film. They're selling the cameras. How much is a pack of Polaroid film? Price went down, which is amazing. Really? Yeah. Remember, it was like $25 a pack no. for the integral film? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 18 or 19 bucks now. And you can get it at Target, Walmart, like everywhere. I mean, yeah. everyone sells it. So anything that's the old, the old cameras, the SX-70s or the old 600s or the new one-step, it's easy to get the film. It's cheap. It's not great. What, what size film does the one-step take? Well, the new one-step takes 600 film. Oh. I know everyone is still talking about the pack cameras, and I understand why. They're just so, so good. Cool. Yeah, they're just... Especially the black and white. They're cool. They're, they're beautiful. They work far, in my opinion, far better than the, than the one-steps. Yeah. Mm. It's a better picture... But you are up to almost ten dollars a shot at the moment. Uh, current price for film is forty-five to fifty dollars for a pack of ten for color. Color, yeah, black and white's even more though. Yeah, and I would I only shoot black and white. You're hoarding it. I do. <laughs> I how have many, a lot of it. Packs you got? You got cases. 20, you got a case. Oh Twenty twenty-five left. Okay. I still have some old uh, chocolate. I have Polaroid chocolate. Oh my god! Yeah. You can get a hundred dollars for that. I know. Holy smokes! Yeah, it's good stuff. 
I don't really think, folks. I don't think about it. I, I don't. I don't think I've moved on. I, I'm, I'm shooting new stuff. I'm doing different things. You're all you about know. millimeter now. It's gone. We're. I am very sad that it's gone because I used to. Sh- I mean, come to the studio. We have hundreds of Packfeld <laughs> images taped up to the walls. Oh, or all yeah. our band rehearsals. We would go yeah. to. We would go to band and shoot a hundred shots in a night. Like, yeah. well, we used to be crazy. But it was 90. seven dollars a pack. Yeah, when it was seven ninety nine a pack, we would shoot tons and tons of it and just screw around. You know, put it in the passport cameras. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I have, I have my I have my Polaroid <laughs> dental camera. Like we would just shoot stupid yeah. things, and now it's like, mm, it's not fun. It, am I at a wedding? Like, no, I'm not wasting a shot on taking a picture of Joseph, you know, puking on the floor. Like, no. <laughs> anyway, uh, I, I, so it's sad. So all I, the pack. So that. So to answer his question, any of the integral cameras you can get film for. It's relatively cheap. Mm-hmm. The image is fine. The pack film cameras. They were the best ones. The film is really expensive, and it's probably not going to ever really come back. The ones that you want to avoid is the roll film cameras. They haven't made film for that since the 80s, and anything you ever find is not going to work. So wanna, don't even try. You want to avoid the avo- swinger, all that stuff. Avoid that. Avoid Polaroid 500 cameras. You know, yeah. The Captiva. Mm-hmm. The Spectra. That. Was it the Spectra? A Spectra? No, film is available they for They still Spectra. make Spectra Yes. Film? Oh, my God. Yes. It comes and goes, but it's still supported. Wow. What other letters do we have? Do you want to vet um, them? I got one from Jenny Fiore. How do you say that? Fiore. Fiore? I would say Fiore. Jenny Fiore. Hi, all. I was just sitting in my car loading a Brownie Hawkeye when I wondered what like the F-stop of the camera was. I quickly did the classic, pull out the phone, and consult the internet. Your page was one of the first I stumbled on. Oh, nice. I got the info I needed and went back to my day. Now, hours later, I am back on your website exploring the ins and outs of growing more and growing more and more excited, y'all exist and are doing this. Thank you. I am an MA-based photographer. What is that? Uh, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Content creator and film collector. I just wanted to say hello. There's and so say many I'm, M states. I don't know them all. Maine is M-E. Uh, excuse I me? I don't know. Reading a letter here? Uh, excuse Minnesota me. Minnesota ends with A. No. Minnesota is M-I. M-T. That's Michigan. What's Minnesota? M-I-N-N. Oh, M-N-M-N. Or that's Montana. M-T, Montana. <laughs> you see what I mean? I know. It's Montana confusing. also ends with an A. Okay, I just wanted to say I'm hello Canadian. and say how much it means to me you guys exist. And I look forward to following along and potentially getting to talk camera someday. Also, what's up, New Jersey? I see you down there Jersey! with your delicious bagels. Our bagels are delicious, aren't they? <laughs> Says, hey, Mike! Exclamation point. I was just reading the newsletter and I thought I would share my experiences using sprocketless film. Oh, interesting. Okay. I have somewhat successfully used a Nikon F100 for sprocketless film. I just loaded it into the cassette like normal, but then taped on the sprocket, sprocketed leader. What's F100? Oh, look at that. Oh, so sprocketless film, it's literally film without a sprocket. Yeah. And some cameras... Like Why would you do this, have no sprockets? A Canon uh, 10S. some cameras can take sprocketless film, but would, what she is doing, she's taping, you know, the... Well, this is Odin. Oh, I think Soden. that's a guy. It's not Jenny? No, that was the last one. You know when you first get... Jenny. That's what... That's how he said Forrest it. Forrest Gump says. Jenny. It's like, it's not Jenny. Okay. You know how you get a... You're doing Cartman. You know how you get... Jenny! You know get a new get a new roll of film and it has like the tongue. Yeah. I know. You cut that and you tape that to the Sparkle's film so that you could easily get get it going. Get it started. Get it started. Brilliant. Yeah, it's a good idea. I never thought about that. Um, you have any sprocketless film in your fridge, Marco Dalzell? Yeah, one twenty. 
Okay. <laughs> he said, I did not have any problems with the operation of the camera, but I think because of the lack of sprockets, there ends up being about three-eighths of an inch between frames. So on a strip of film that might normally have six images, I got five. Of course, the frames are masked, so you get the same size image using regular film. Uh, That's I've also I wonder if the camera is like looking for the sprockets and it gives itself a little extra space just to make sure that it cleared, hmm. minded the gap. Yeah, it's AI in the uh, F100. I've also had good luck with my Pentax 67. Oh. I used two sets of 35 to 120 film cassette adapters that I 3D printed and use a cassette as a take-up spool. It's all the rage now, a 3D uh, thing. Those kids. Back in my day, 2D was good enough. Uh, <laughs> you guys had 1D. Yeah, uh, the FPP, Thanks. we introduced a, a Kodak microfilm, sprocketless. Mm-hmm. It's red. The film is red. That's crazy. The film is archival. Last one guaranteed. Last wow. one hundred years. I got a thousand feet of it in my freezer. Do you really? No, I'm just <laughs> probably. <laughs> this is like it's like a low ISO film, but it produces very brilliant black and white images. Cool. So, so uh, we're gonna head over to the Empress Diner in Fairlawn, New Jersey. Join us. Yeah, I'm probably gonna get a uh, grilled cheese with with tomato. Grilled tomato. Mm. Grilled tomato. Gr- grilled cheese, grilled tomato, and onion. Oh. And fries on the That's side. That's interesting. I may, I may jump on that. It's really, it's really delicious. Would it's you like me to shoot, should I shoot some millimeter at the diner? That'd be fun. Yeah, shoot millimeter at the diner. Totally. Which one? I think I'm going to shoot... You got a roll of five? Which millimeter? No, I'm going sh- to shoot a seven, roll of... Seven and a half? I'm going to shoot a roll of super millimeter. 500T at the diner. Okay. That'd be good. S- super, super, eight. super double eight bonus. I'll take my Agfa family camera. It's really it's a point and shoot it's a point and shoot oh. Super Eight I love it if you shoot Super Eight Agfa family they were not that popular here in the U S mostly over in the the U K and the E U right. podcast at filmphotographyproject.com. Angry E-U, letters E-U, at, E-U, E-U, E-U. Analog, Wonderland. analog Wonderland it's really quick mm-hmm. speaking of no, UK Jesus uh, we're still doing this Paul McKay over in the U K. <laughs> Not the EU, the UK. Is this a two-part episode? Have we rolled over into the second no. day now? I want to let you know, film this photography... Is, this is the hidden track. FPP film the runoff. Is, is now available in the... Runout. Right. Now available in the UK and the EU. Whose store is it in? Analog Wonderland. Yes. Analog spelled the European way. With Analog the way. With O-U-E yeah. at the end? Yep. Logo. Third wow. batch on the way over to the UK right now. Wow. Analog Wonderland. And it's going so well... Hmm. It's going so well. He's going to have us out. Ordered a fourth batch. He's now doing it full time. Selling FPP film? Selling film. Oh. Oh. Sells FPP film, Kodak film, Fuji film. He's the go-to guy. Cosmo Photo. Is he in the London town? In that area, yeah. Okay. Disco Friday. All right. This might be the last episode this summer. Yeah, that's what you said last time. I don't know when we're coming back. you said last summer. (laughs) I don't know when we're coming back. Uh, we'll, be, we'll be back in the fall, and I'm told that the Sawtooth School or Academy, whatever they're called, yeah. down in Winston-Salem, North yeah. Carolina, is asking for the FPP to come down and have an event. Wow. Mm. Joseph Brun just texted me today. He said, Sawtooth said, what do we have to do to get the FPP in here? Hmm. I'll get my writer together. Room with the jacuzzi. <laughs> You hear the new? You hear the new? The new hit? The new FPP hit? Cheap burgers? You hear that song? No. Oh. All right. Yes. All right. We'll see you guys. See you in two months.
Give me all you got, stick. 